the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who may ascend to the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He or she who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul, her soul, to an idol, or swear by what is false. They will receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from the God, our Savior. This is the word of the Lord as recorded in the 24th Division of Psalms. I greet you tonight, sisters and brothers, with joy and with the blessed assurance that everything is under the control of our God. We stand tonight in faith, believing that God works all things for our good individually and certainly as a church and as a nation. We're so glad, though, that we're able to come together and pray because we do believe that prayer changes things and prayer changes people. And tonight we are honored to have with us the Reverend Eleanor Dixon Hobbs to come and lead us in prayer. And so without further ado, we ask her to come now, Reverend Eleanor. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much, Pastor for this opportunity once again to come and to bow and to pray and to petition God for our immediate needs and for the needs of others. We just say thank you, Jesus. And I greet you tonight, my brothers and sisters, with the joy of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Glad that you have crushed your way once to come on the line to pray, because you and I know that prayer still works. Amen? And that no matter what's happening, God that uh, hears us and a God who desires to answer our prayers. I just focus tonight on a few things, but most importantly, I want to talk about finding happiness, finding happiness. And I was listening to the news the other day, and they talked about the repealing of uh, some of the um, affirmative action laws as it relates to admissions to college. And I'm just thinking to myself, why we are in the year 2023, racial equality, affirmative action. My God, have mercy. We're dealing with people who are struggling financially. Um, Some folks who still are not able to find a job. Some people who um, just aren't able to make ends meet this time. Some who are grieving, grieving over the loss of a loved one. Some who are still grieving because of um, life's disappointments. Things didn't quite turn out in life the way they had hoped or expected. And so they're disappointed, disappointed. I was talking to a young man the other day, young man, 25 years old. And he said something that just really struck me. He was going through challenges of life. He was having challenges on his job and uh, relationship issues and um, financial issues, problems with his car, um, needed uh, new brakes, and then the tire blew, and so he needed to get four new tires. And then um, two days later, he called me. He said, he said Reb, I um, was pulling into a parking lot, and, um, um, the, you know, they, they have the, the, the concrete little 
guard so that you don't uh, go beyond a certain point. And he pulled up and he banged his car and there was a huge stake in the um, in the concrete. And when he pulled the car back, it pulled the bumper off. And he said to me, he said, Rad, he said, I just can't seem to catch a break. And when I thought about that, 25 years old, you know, he didn't say, you know, this is happening or that happened. He said, I just can't seem to catch a break. I just said, my God, here he is, 25 years old, dealing with these issues and just feels as if life does not give him a break. And so many people around us are unhappy. They're unhappy for various reasons. Life can be stressful and we know life can be confusing and even frightening for some people. But the word of the Lord gives us a reason to hope and it gives us a reason to find joy. I was looking at the 119th division of the Psalms, the longest Psalms are recorded. And I was looking at verses one through eight, and I'm going to just read a couple verses out of the New Living Translation before we pray. And it says, joyful are people of integrity who follow the instructions of the Lord. Joyful are those who obey his laws and search for him with all their hearts. They do not compromise with evil and they walk only in his path. You have charged us to keep your commandments carefully. Oh, that my actions would consistently reflect your decrees. Then I will not be ashamed when I compare my life with your commands. As I learn your righteous regulations, I will thank you by living as I should. I will obey your decrees. Please don't give up on me. I've read the 119th division of the Psalms, verses 1 through 8. When we think about the psalm, the psalmist, it was, it was evident that the psalmist uh, had suffered many of the challenges many of us have faced and currently facing. But yet in the midst of his tragedy, he finds triumph and happiness in what might seem to others an unusual place. He finds happiness in the laws of the Lord and in his precepts and doing the revealed will of God. The word of God is the foundation upon which our happiness is built. And it is the same foundation that the writer tells us to build our own happiness upon. And when you think about it, this is an important concept because life is ever changing. And from day to day, our circumstances can change. Up today, down tomorrow. Happy today, sad tomorrow. Employed today, but unemployed tomorrow. Finding yourself without a job. Today, we are enjoying the conversations of our loved ones and our family and friends. But tomorrow, life may slip away. People, places, and things should add to our joy and our happiness. But the foundation of our joy and our happiness must come from a deep place, a deep source within us. And the writer of this 119th division of the Psalms tells us how to find joy and how to find happiness. First of all, he says, it's in our joy and our happiness comes from 
understanding God's precepts and God's will for our lives. When we understand what God's will is for our life, then we find happiness, we find joy, and we find peace. And we can only find this through a relationship with God and through prayer. Second thing that the psalmist reminds us is that happiness comes from following the instructions of the Lord. When we do what is right and when we follow God's precepts, that's when our lives, it won't be a bed of roses all the time, but that's when we will be able to find happiness and joy. And thirdly, he says that happiness comes from a lifestyle of walking in integrity and not compromising. And when we look at the world that we live in, we know that people are constantly compromising. And we thank God that um, he has given us his word and he has called us to stand firm in the word of God. And when we do this, then we can find joy and peace and happiness. And so tonight we want to pray for joy. We want to pray for peace. We want to pray for happiness. We want to pray for a faith that allows us to stand firm and not to compromise. Father, we just thank you tonight for this opportunity to come on this prayer line once again. God, we have been coming now for almost three and a half years. And we thank you, God, that we have found peace and comfort and solace in this sacred time of prayer, these 20 minutes that we come together nightly, oh God. And so we just say thank you. Thank you for prayer. We thank you know what their faiths, you know, God. You know them, oh God. You are intimately involved in their lives, oh God. You know the number of hairs on their head. And so, God, we thank you for every individual who has come upon the line tonight. Some have come, oh God, because they need a word from you. They're seeking uh, uh, just that one word that would make things all right for them. And so, God, we pray that whatever that word is tonight, that they will hear that word and that they will know tonight, oh God, that you have heard their prayers and that you're shifting things and that you're turning things around in their life. We just say thank you, oh God. God, we thank you that um, you have given us joy and peace through your word. Uh, you have given us joy and peace that the world can't give us and the world can't take away. We thank you, Father God, that you said in your word that the joy of the Lord shall be our strength. And so, God, we ask that uh, you would teach us how to find joy and strength in your word. We thank you, Father God, that your word is a lamp and it is a light unto our path and our feet. And we thank you, Father God, that um, although we may not always see the hand of God moving, we may not always uh, know the direction that you're taking us in, but God, we know that somehow or another, all things work together for the good of them that love God and are the called according to his purpose. And so, God, we thank you that we're your called people, that we have been called out of darkness, darkness into your marvelous light. And so, God, we just thank you that our steps are ordered and that everything that we go through in life allows us to be able to stand firm for the next season 
that you will cause to come forth in our lives. And so we say, God, help us to be able to trust you and to trust the fact that you have our best interests at heart and that you're continuously working together all things for our good. We say thank you, God. We got, God, we thank you for every trial that we've had to face, every tribulation that we've had to go through, oh God, but we know that it is making us better people, stronger people. And while it may not feel good while we're going through it, God, we know that you are working it together for our good. And we just say, thank you, Jesus. God, we thank you that uh, you're the God that heals us. And that even when we are going through seasons of sickness and, and, and testing and trial, oh God, we can still have faith, we can still have joy, and we can still have confidence in you, oh God. And so God, we pray tonight for on the line those who may be facing uh, some type of physical malady in their bodies. Maybe it is a mental illness, oh God. Maybe they're having uh, uh, problems with their heart or their liver or their lungs. With a diagnosis. God, you know the sickness and the disease that your people are currently facing. But God, we thank you tonight. We thank you, Father God, that you are the same God who's able to heal to deliver, and to set free. And so, God, we speak tonight healing. Whatever it is that your people are going through tonight, somebody has come on the line tonight because they just need to know, oh, God, that, that whatever sickness that they're going through in their body, they need to know, oh, God, that you have all things under control. And so we thank you, God. We thank you that you're the God who heals. You're the God who delivers. And you are the God who sets free. And so we thank you for healing tonight. We thank you for healing tonight. You said healing is the children's bread. And so we thank you, Father God, uh, that, that, that those who are on the line who stand in need of healing, that they are healed tonight in Jesus' name. This is the word that they've come looking for. They've come to hear a word of healing. And so, God, we decree and we declare that they are healed tonight in Jesus' name. And, God, uh, for the mother and for the father who have just lost their joy because their child is on the, the wrong path, uh, out of the world, um, uh, strung out on drugs, uh, for that parent, oh God, who hasn't heard from that child in weeks, days, oh God, we pray in the name of Jesus that that prodigal child would come to themselves and will come back in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we just pray, we pray, we pray for families that are, are, have uh, broken relationships, uh, relationships that have been destroyed for whatever reason. God, we pray for restoration tonight in the name of Jesus, God. We know that you can restore. You can not only restore the broken relationship, oh God, but you can restore the broken family. And so, God, we just thank you tonight. We thank you, God, that you're the God that mends, that you're the God that uh, uh, brings back to life. Those things that are dead, God, we know that you are able to resurrect them in the name of Jesus. And so we just say thank you, Jesus. We say thank you, God, for, for the broken marriage tonight, the, the man or the woman who's on the line and who have just 
uh, said that they have given up, that they are fed up, that they've done everything that they can do. And now uh, they're headed for the divorce court. Uh, God, we pray in the name of Jesus that, God, that you would just turn it around. We ask for understanding in marriages tonight, oh God. Restore the joy and the happiness in the marriage, oh God. God, we know that you're able to do it. We know that you're able to do it, God. And so we ask that you would just turn it around in Jesus' name. Father, for the the individual who's on the line tonight, um, who's considering uh, uh, suicide, considering taking their own lives, God, we speak in the name of Jesus that you would just stop them, that you would send forth your angel, oh God, and that you would allow them to know that there is joy in living and life is worth the living, oh God. Oh God, won't you do it? Won't you just have mercy tonight? God, we come because we know that prayer works and we know that you are the God that hears us. And so we thank you tonight, oh God, that our prayer petitions are being heard. And we we thank you, God, tonight that you're turning us over. Tonight, oh God, that doors that have been shut are being opened. God, we just thank you tonight, oh God, for whatever it is that your people have come and you're shaking and you're turning things around for them. God, we decree and we declare that it is so. And God, we, we, we never want to leave this line without someone knowing that they have been prayed for. And so God, although we may not have called out a specific need tonight, you know the needs of your people, oh God. And although we may not have said specifically what their issue is, God, you know what the issue is. And so we thank you. Prayer heard in the name of Jesus. And we thank you tonight, oh God, that every petition will be answered in Jesus. And God, before we close out, we just want to say thank you for our church family. We want to say thank you for our pastor, Pastor Emeritus. And we pray, God, that you'll just continue to bless our church family. Us enlarge our territory, oh God. We thank you, God, that good things are coming our way. We thank you that our, our future is bright. We thank you that every need that we have is going to be met in Jesus' name. We thank you, our body of Christ, even the body of Christ that stands firm on earth. Thank you for this opportunity to pray tonight in Jesus' mighty and matchless name. And let the people of God say amen and amen. Amen. Amen and amen. We thank God tonight for this time of prayer. And certainly we thank God for Reverend Eleanor who has led us. And we believe with all of our hearts that God has heard and is perfecting those things that concern us. Just want you to know, my sisters and brothers, that we will gather again on this prayer line tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock a.m., and uh, we will meet again on Monday. However, uh, on Tuesday, which is Independence Day, we will not have prayer, but we will gather again on Wednesday night, so please take note of that. May the Lord God bless you and keep you again. We thank you, Reverend Eleanor and all who joined us in prayer tonight. And we pray 
that you will continue to pray. We ask that you continue to pray uh, for this nation in particular, pray for this nation and its leadership. Uh, we're seeing things that we never thought we would see, but uh, we believe with all of our hearts that the prayers of the righteous do avail much. Mm-hmm. But please have a great night. Uh, rest well. Enjoy your day tomorrow. Hopefully you will join us on Sunday um, in person or virtually, and then we will gather again on Monday night. God bless, and may the Lord God keep you and bless you real good. Good night.